0: All right, this is um this is Ed here from the uh, from MX Vice. We've got a special guest on the line, Miro Sievenen. Um, really looking forward to. It. He's got some exciting plans um for twenty twenty three, which were just released uh yesterday to the media. So we're um excited to get him on the line and have a chat. So welcome, Miro. Hi, nice to meet you. How you doing? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So
0: we've um. But basically we've got the the new deal came through with the SC Sports Homes Huskvarni yesterday mate so just tell us a little bit that little bit about that and how it came about and your thoughts on the new season It's exciting plans ahead yeah it's very exciting for sure because uh my original plans were to go to the
1: US like anyway try to be a privateer in the outdoors um you know try and see if there's something in there you know like if i could prove myself and so on and so on but yeah honestly i got pretty lucky because um yeah i'm kind of like a fill-in rider because bob bobry ship kind of ride you know because all the all the things going on in the world you know uh but yeah i'm i'm super super lucky with this i'm uh super happy of course excited like it really needed this kind of opportunity and uh I have to say, um, it's like it comes in the right place, right time, because this is like the first
0: year in five years that I haven't been hurt. So, um, yeah, (laughs) feeling good. Yeah, the injuries have certainly taken their toll the last couple of years, mate, or last five years, like you said. So it's good to see you finally feeling healthy. You must be really looking forward to that opportunity to race some of those AMA pro motocross Rounds against the likes of Sexes, Frandis, Jet Lawrence, Webb, Plessinger, yeah. even Roxton and Tomac, probably. So, how excited are you about that? Very excited, of course. Like,
1: because I mean, honestly, like,
0: I I still do
1: follow, you know, the US Motorcross Supercross. Like, s- still do like look at the races, and I think it's very enter- entertaining, you know. So, um, yeah, can't wait to be on the line with them.
0: Yeah, it'll be a super good test, mate. Do you have any expectations, sort of your aims finishing, you know, top 15s, top 10s? Is that you'll just see how you go and go from there, I'd imagine. Yeah, for sure. Like, for sure, I have
1: some expectations, but like in the beginning, just want to see like where I'm at. Like, because at the moment, like, well, got to be honest, like for the past few years, my results don't really show. Like they, they don't look as good as I know I can be. Um, and, like, what my potential really is.
0: So um, just want to get a few races under my belt first and go from there, you know. Yeah. How have you found the last couple of years in MXGP? Obviously, it's a really competitive class, super stacked, heaps of good riders. You've obviously got to test yourself against the Geysers, Hurlings, Sewers, Fevers, Prados, even Tony Caroli. So what are the sort of key takeaways you've learned from the MXGP racing it?
1: Well, um, just gotta give you a roll all the time, and actually, for me, it was like I made a massive step in my head, let's say, like just have to keep a cool head, you know, like you know they're they're the same way they are just people as I am, you know, so they're not like you know supernatural or anything like that, so just gotta keep that in mind, so that really helped, and like don't look. To like what other people think, just do your own thing. Like, don't look to like left or right, and uh, just focus. Like, that's pretty much it. And stay healthy. <laughs> that's the biggest thing.
0: Yeah, that's it. It sounds like a pretty good attitude to take, mate. Because um, it, it would be pretty intimidating going up against those guys at the start, but once you yeah. mentally figure it out, you sort of take a weight off your shoulders, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like the biggest. The biggest
1: step for me what like during that time was mentally like i would say so like even though like yeah i had many health issues along the way like i never really got to the point where i could really give my all like to be 100 um unfortunately i just like had way too many times that i got hurt like ankle shoulder concussions all the time like i just couldn't get that time you know but uh, no, it's the next chapter. We'll see what this brings, and I'm like, I'm I'm very happy at the moment. You know, like I think I haven't been this happy for the past five years. So
0: that's a good starting point. Yeah, that's awesome to hear, mate. Because it's certainly a brutal sport, the the motocross, especially yeah. when things when you're not healthy. Because that continuity is just so important in terms of yeah, your fitness, yeah, your starts, yeah, you just your familiarity with riding against those guys. So. I'm pleased to hear you are feeling good, mate. Did you find the team at JWR were were really good to be around and work with? Yeah, they're good people, in
1: my opinion, for sure. Like uh, it's, um, of course, it's not like a factory team, like they say. Also, like it's, uh, you can't expect, you know, certain things. But honestly, like there was a good atmosphere and uh, good people for sure, and I enjoyed my time over there. But just, uh, yeah, the reason why I, I just, uh, I was just so fed up with, you know, the whole thing, like GPS and stuff. Like, I, I just saw that, like, I can't come up to where I should be when I'm all the time getting hurt. And then I just have to work so hard to get sponsor money to even pay to to ride, you know, and not going for, like enough, you know, for, further in, in the process. So, um it just didn't make any sense really anymore. And um, of course, I had these like big goals in my mind all the time. But when when I started to talk with like, really like, higher riders, let's say, and I heard like the truth of the earning possibilities, and so on. it just, I was shocked. And uh, yeah, then I just started to think that yeah, doesn't make any sense. Like even if I make the step to the next level, let's say doesn't help even
0: yeah. well it does help but not enough you know yeah so yeah it's an it- it's an interesting topic because you hear a lot of obviously guys go to the British championship like you'll be doing the Oz back to Australia or doing the adac and and they say they yeah. get, they can make a better living doing that than racing MX, mxgp yeah. which doesn't sound right but that's just the way it is but um so what what's your sort of take on the state of mxgp obviously they do a lot of things right but it's Particularly yeah. for the for the guys that aren't on factory teams, it is pretty difficult life you guys have, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. Like, I think like, well, it really sucks because like you you have to earn the ride from a very young age, let's say, and then you will get on with the process. And I feel like when I was like uh, young and fast and healthy, like before I started to get hurt. I was just about to step into that you know like mx2 and like have that ride and so on but then i got hurt like at the very moment and then it just continued like the whole thing and uh, sorry sorry <laughs> and yeah um it just stopped kind of the process from like going forwards and um yeah it's brutal that way like and i think i'm not the only one who has experienced that like well now you see like all the time these younger riders just stepping up from like the mx250 to the mx2 and they make their dreams dreams come true and um it's cool But for sure there are so many untold stories you know yeah myself
0: yeah that's it's it's, uh yeah i've certainly spoken to a few riders and they've said that it's just it is a real grind to keep going at it for for not a lot of money and for and you got to pay your travel and you really got to work yourself to, to you got to put all that energy into making sure you have the funds to go racing, but you can't just focus solely on the racing. Like the, the factory guys can per se. So a lot of respect. No, do it that way. Thank you. And like, well,
1: I have to say, like, I don't know about the other guys, but like, I know people like other good riders who have like massive sponsors behind them, you know, who pay for basically everything, but I don't have that. like, I work myself as a kind of my, like my own manager, you know, like it's a full-time job, you know, try to get like money from all around. I have, <laughs> I have went to even like nine to five jobs sometimes to collect, you know, just money to eat, you know, like it, it is tough. And, you know, like I have put my heart and soul into it in the worst, worst times. Um, but yeah, that, that's what it is when you love it.
0: Yeah, it's certainly like a when you when you do and you've worked so hard to get to that elite level, you're, you're all in, mate. So you've you've got to do you're doing everything in your power to, to stay in the sport and to to do that. So it must have been it must be super cool doing what you're doing now. And obviously, you went to the nations as well. Um, how how it's always a great experience. I bet something you would have been super yeah. super amazing again. Yeah, yeah. I mean the,
1: the nations in red, but that, that was like one of the nicest experiences, nicest events that I have ever been in. Yeah, just, um, yeah, period. Like, even though that wasn't a good race for us, I I just came back from, you know, all the concussion problems last year, but I still just made it to the race, got to represent my country, and that was really cool, even though the result wasn't good, but just the event, you know, it's just so cool.
0: Yeah, yeah. the Americans certainly, like, have more of a, from what i you sort of see and hear that that's like an approach to life is just lifestyle of motocross. Um, it's just that yeah. they love it and they just, they there's just so much sort of support behind it there. And must have been that the fans and the atmosphere must have been pretty incredible. Did you, did you sort of, what are your comparisons to a European crowd or a European nations or did you find a massive uh, difference? It's, it's, not, it's not even comparable, in my opinion. Like, honestly,
1: like, well, the finland not 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 the biggest you know team or country or, or over there and uh even we had like fans coming over all the time like talk with us and like asking for like team wear like if they can buy it or something like that you know it just doesn't happen in europe at least for us and uh <laughs> yeah people joking if they if if i would you know exchange my wear to their child or something. That's, pretty, that's really surreal.
0: Oh so, yeah. Uh, that's it's pretty cool, mate. Would have felt like a bit of a like a superstar there while you were doing yeah. that. So obviously that sort of gave you a motivation to to try and work to obviously even more to get that American ride and to do some rounds. So how, how many rounds yeah. you actually plan on doing? Uh originally or yeah. yeah like originally I well,
1: I, I plan to do like six to eight, like, yeah. And now with this team, we're planning to do six. So it's pretty, pretty good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, before this came like to reality, th- this deal, um, I was actually just being a privateer in Spain preparing, you know, and I got a taste of, you know, again, what it's like to be a privateer. And it's that's tough, you know, it really
0: is. So uh, I'm, I'm so happy and lucky that, it, that this came up. Yeah, no, you've certainly earned it, mate. You've you know, all the hard work's paid off. And what what is your preseason schedule looking like? Are you coming back to Europe because you're obviously in America at yeah. the moment. So, are you going to which races have you got penciled in to to do like a Hawkstone or some Italian stuff or Lacapelle or something? Actually, well, the plan right
1: now is to fly back. I think it's the very weekend when the Hawkstone is, so looks like we're going to miss it. But, like, we're just going to start racing from the, like, first British uh, MX Nationals and from there on. But we have done a few local races here in Florida, just small races, but, you know, to get um, gate drops, which is really good. And those have, you know, gone really well. So at least I have won those. So that's that's nice feeling
0: always. Yeah, it must be pretty cool for the locals to have you down there, mate, getting a chance to race against yeah, someone so. like yourself. Yeah, I guess so. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they probably wouldn't get a chance to race against an MXGP rider too often. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Just just looking back so far, so you've got a big career ahead of you. What have you? What have you been? Your key moments or standout moments for you so far that that have really taken you back? Well, of course, the moments that stand out for me
1: are well in, in 2015 when I was in the one two five class for the. Last year I was, uh, you know, riding with uh, Prado, Renault, um, who was there, Mears, those kind of guys, and uh, yeah, Fernandez, I guess, was also there. And uh, well, that year I was fifth in this championship, but I was like really close to the top many times. Like I won a few races. Um, my rookie season in the AMX 250 was really good. I think I was the best rookie that year, and I had my first podium that year also in, in Lomo. Uh, that was like one of the nicest feelings ever, actually, even though it wasn't a win. Um, and then the year after that, before I started to get hurt, um, I was in the lead of the AMX 250 class with like 20 points after two races, and I was going like like a dream that year before. You know, shit hit the fan. But yeah, like double moto victories in Balkans, really, and Vulcan's and RX 250—that was really cool. And uh, yeah, stuff like that. Those are the best ones for sure.
0: Yeah, it's it's a, such an impressive achievement, mate. Because like, obviously, coming from Finland's not a like it's a pretty good mate across country, but it's not probably yeah. a, you know like a hotbed like a Belgium or a France or Italy, no, it's like we, like we're not that good when we were kids,
1: you know, often because we have to, you know, take the bikes back to the garage over the winter, you know, like half a year. So yeah, always got to go somewhere else or ride on spikes on ice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And also what, what are your hobbies like away from motocross, motocross to keep you sort of, uh, just to take your mind off things a little bit. Do you have anything uh, in particular you like doing? Well, I should have something
1: like that. That's what I have to say. Like I'm, if anybody knows me, they would say that I'm like, you know, just a hard worker. So I just, well, basically my hobby is to train physically, you know, everything. But I, I would say I need something, you know, to keep my mind fresh. And I, for the moment, I don't really have anything like that. So I, I need something like that in my life. I just don't know what yet. Yeah.
0: No, it's certainly, you're certainly dedicated to the craft, mate. So um, yeah. yeah, what, what are, who would you say from your view of the 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 title picks from what you've seen? Obviously in Spain, you'd have more insight. Who who are you reckons going to win the MXGP and MX2 titles this year? Um, for sure, like if
1: Herlings, if Hurling's is going to stay healthy, without a doubt, I think he's going to just wave it.
0: But MX2, hmm. Garrett's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's That's looking it. like he's uh, going to be pretty amazing. Is it's, it's going to be him and him and Beniston and Langenfelder, and then you yeah, have yeah. the Horgmo guys. Harrop, they're probably going to do some yeah. pretty good things, and then the Conan brothers and, and Adamo, they're looking pretty exciting. So there should be should be a little bit of a mix up, but it, it looks like it's going to be yeah, Gertz and Beniston, I think. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. But I'm I, I have to say actually, like I, I'm I'm rooting for a Hogmo.
0: Yeah, yeah. Super fast, actually. Last year he was—he he yeah. was definitely one of the quicker guys. Had a few mistakes here and there, but not, if he puts everything together, he's definitely got some GP wins in him. Plenty of podiums. He got some last year too. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of a little bit underrated, I reckon. Definitely could do some big things. So good call there, mate. Yeah, I, re- I really hope so because like he's—I feel like he's one of the guys who
1: has been like an, a bit of an underdog, you know, and like didn't really come up like just rising through the ranks, like right away, like, like Prado, for example, just like, you know, went up there a little bit, back and forth a bit and then made a
0: step. And I think that's really nice. We just fought through it, you know? Yeah. There's a few guys and that sort of, um, sort of not getting the headlines, obviously Harrop's one of them too. And it'll be pretty cool seeing a, a guy like Camden McClellan from South Africa moving up from AMX 250 and, Saras and Elzing and yeah. there's, there's a few guys that could definitely mix it up there in that class to, to make things interesting for the top guys yeah surely yeah and in, in, in MXGP it's yeah it's Hurling's guys are fair it'll be really interesting to see how dudes like uh, Guadagnini and, and Evans obviously do yeah. Jeremy Sue is going to be class Koldenhoff as well and even Renault I think he'll probably win quite a few rounds he's uh, yeah, a pretty dedicated man like yourself so probably relate to that
1: yeah, for sure. Yeah, he had also some
0: bad injuries. I I think I've heard. Yeah, yeah, it certainly comes with the sport, mate. So it's it's yeah, a difficult it one. Does. But um, I'll I'll ask you one more, mate, and then I'll let you get back to your day. And just an overall sort of what what do you believe are the key attributes for it to make a successful motocross rider like yourself and these stars out there? Would you say it's just a combination mental, physical? technical and obviously having decent equipment. Is that where where your thoughts are? Well, yes. I mean, um, I think w- when it comes to like, be- like
1: the very top, it's mental. Like mostly it's mental for sure. Uh, mental toughness, like how cool you can keep your head. Like that's where the wins are, I think, on like any, any like is it the uh, EMX? you know, 125, 250, MX2, like and so on. Um, but for sure, like overall, surely you have to be somewhat athletically talented, of course, but then it's just, um, you know, got to ride a lot, got to ride, ride a lot, you know, ever since you, you're a kid, you know, and um, that's probably the biggest thing. Yeah,
0: get getting those getting those hours and lap times in as, as a kid and just staying healthy is um very important in the, yeah. in the sport. That's for sure. And having having the facilities and the, the framework and financially, yeah. like it's a very difficult sport to it make is. it in, mate. So
1: it is. And uh, well, yeah, exactly. Like the financial part is very crucial. Staying healthy is a very big key, but sometimes we just don't think about it if it's not taken away from us. Um, but yeah for sure like you said like if you if you just dislocate a shoulder do an ACL or whatever like and back to back you know it just lose so much time like I, th- I think in the past five years I have missed like at least half of the time you know off the bike and uh, that's not very good for your um,
0: you know well skills that's developing and so on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you just need that experience to be able to get comfortable with with the level and who you're racing, and you you, you don't get all that like they get to race the tracks constantly, whereas you miss rounds, so you come in the tracks you haven't got too much experience on it at all, just sort of snowballs. So, um, yeah, we're really looking forward to seeing how you go this year, mate, and we'll be um, checking in with you throughout the the year. And just lastly, would you like to thank anyone, um, anyone, or the team that supported you? Is there anything you'd like message to the fans, that kind of thing? <laughs> Yeah,
1: for sure. I mean, like, gotta, gotta give a shout out to my sponsors, of course. Um, family, uh, family has been like really supportive and, um, you know, all these years, like back and forth. But anyway, um, but, yeah, of course, i got to thank my previous team, JWR. We had some good time for sure, and they took me there, you know, to have a chance to try the GPs. But, like, a big, big thanks here to, you know, SC and Sport Homes, Vascovada, Neil Prince, and, uh, yeah, so on. But very appreciative. No,
0: thank you. Yeah, well, thank thank you very much for your time, Miro, and um, all the best for the season ahead. It's, uh, it's been great. Thank you for taking the time to chat, and, um. Yeah, we'll hear from hear, hear from you throughout the season, and um, enjoy your time in America. Till you come back, mate, enjoy that weather. Thank you. Thanks a lot. All right. Thanks, mate.